Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast, My Hero Academia edition. Today, we are talking some more how My Hero Academia on the road to the next season coming up in May Season 7. So we have the My Hero Enthusiast with us, Miss Andrea Alaniz. How are you doing today? Doing great. Uh, just ready for the week to be over, ready for the weekend. Yeah, ready to go. How about yourself? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. You know, the weekend's upon us on our day of recording. And then the following week is like the last holiday for a long, long time that people get yeah. off President's Day. So just trying to get to that weekend. So before we talk about our February topic, there was some big stuff that happened with My Hero Academia. Literally the last one of the last days of January on the 29th, the title for the next movie, My Hero Academia, Your Next, came out. It's releasing in Japan August 2nd, 2024. The trailer's out. I mean, I'll have the link for people who haven't seen the trailer in the description. But pretty much, uh, you got someone, name is to be, to be determined right now. We don't know the villain's name, but they thought All Might was pointing to them when All Might said you're next and was influenced by that and he's going to pretend she's going to look like All Might, he's going to fight Class 1A, and Andrea, I just want to relate this back to your um, episode back November 17th, 2021 about mm -hmm. All Might being a symbol and actually people take symbols in different ways and it's kind of like this movie's based off your podcast episode. I, I just I love that. <laughs> Feels a little bit validating. I will not lie. Um, but I mean, it's true. A symbol, a symbol can be interpreted many different ways to many different people for different reasons. So like, it's hard to sit there and kind of like acknowledge that like, yeah, this, this dude really internalized and believed that all might pointing at him was for him. Mm -hmm. But technically speaking, like nobody else other than Midoriya, All Might, Gran Torino, and Bakugo mm -hmm. really knows who's he's who he's talking about or talking to, actually, because it's talking to him directly. But it did. I'm sure that clip, it was obviously live news in Japan. It probably made the cycle on the news across the world. Was it live? Maybe not. But still. All Might probably flashed on every TV screen, phone screen throughout the world. So honestly, realistically, more than just Midoriya and this soon-to-be-named villain probably thought it was about them. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, you got five-year-olds, six-year-olds, like you said. It, I mean, with him, it probably instantly popped across the planet, like breaking news. And like he's doing that and you're saying you're next. He could be... It could be a school in America of heroes like, oh, we got to take up All Might's mantle. It could be um, his, the person who we say the number one hero in America. She could be like, all right, now that he's done, I'm really up next. Like, it's my time. Like, it could, anyone could interpret it as them. It's just now when you take that message, how are you going to handle it? And we got what Midoriya doing Midoriya things. And we have this bad guy who's basically about to be a, all might clone from the one trailer we've seen oh yikes yikes that's gonna be i mean part of that is gonna be midoriya you know fighting the idea of like you're you're mimicking you're you're bastardizing like the idea of a man i idolize and love and respect and da, 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 da. so i wonder if he's gonna have like more angry thoughts like that or if he's gonna be like of course, he'll come around and be sympathetic, just kind of like Lady Nagant happened. Like, there was that initial, like, how could you do this? Like, you were a hero. And that, yeah. But I just wonder how much they're going to have Midoriya struggle with his opponent being essentially an All Might after image. A dark All Might. Like, the crimson chin and then the, <laughs> the mega chin from, um, what was that, Fairly Odd Parents? Fairly Odd Parents. I'm just more curious if he's going to, if this villain is going to replicate All Might, what's this villain's quirk? Because if you're going to replicate All Might, you need to have the destructive power and all that stuff. So, like, what is this villain going to do to replicate that? Mm -hmm. 
Like, is yeah. he going to be like a super smart villain and he's going to uncover like everything by himself or like, what? I don't know. I actually wonder if it'll tie into like the main series. I mean, they do write the movies to tie into the main series, mm-hmm. but I wonder if they'll tie in in such a way that remember Redestro part mm-hmm. of his whole thing was making weapons and uh, or support items. That's what they're called support mm-hmm. items for the everyday person. So I wonder if part of him like morphing into All Might is going to be buying support items that help him to imitate that destructive power or if he will naturally just have a somewhat similar quirk that gets boosted because the quirk boosting drugs are still out there. That's a good point. It's sad that this is happening post Night Eye. But I would have imagined, I would have loved to see Night Eye in this type of yes. situation. Mm-hmm. For someone who admires All Might as much as he does and all of that, for him to be gone and now you're going to have an All Might wannabe just going around causing ruckus. Um, I think, I really hope it's not Midoriya and just this villain fighting throughout the whole movie. Again, with these movies, I just hope everyone else is somewhat involved in the major fight. Right, for sure. Especially since... There's normally at least one fight sequence where you need a group and there's the different strategies, just like in the second movie where there were the different um, kind of fight teams mm-hmm. that nine had to walk up and through. There were the couple that were, you know, emergency uh, insurance that didn't really do any fighting, but that was pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty minimal compared to like the overall class number. Yeah, Cause the last movie, the third one, Midoriya, Bakugo and Shoto, they all got, obviously big individual fights and then the second movie like you said there were smaller groups and all of that then Midoriya and Bakugo had the big final fight and then the first movie they all had smaller stuff and then All Might and Midoriya had the final attack so we'll see we'll see that is very interesting because that's coming out in August which means it'd be two months into My Hero I mean is My Hero gonna last the full two, like is it gonna make it up until the movie comes out? Because I I doubt it. I mean last season was 25 episodes. I guess so. That's true. That's a that's actually and that's a one episode per week. That's a long time. Yeah, no, it is. You're right. You're right. I'm still on my Demon Slayer brain of like only 12 episodes a season. <laughs> 12 a season. And <laughs> breaking my heart. Um but yeah. Um and didn't they mention that the timeline for the movie was taking place um after the shig- after the war, yep. but before he returns back to, um, yeah, before the final battle. So after the war, final battle, it could literally just tie into what's going on, like how they're preparing. Maybe and they're like, "Oh, we got to deal with this before we go fight Shigaraki and all that." So I wonder. I don't know that they do that only because technically that timeline is Midoriya makes it into the pod, and they've got three days. Yeah, that's well animate time a lot of things can happen in true in three days maybe maybe all might will have a similar uh sidekick uh that has some sort of time manipulation instead of like foresight like night eye mm. so then he can freeze time or some bullshit you could man you would i mean we've seen a lot of things i mean just think about from another from two anime perspective like Naruto was what five billion episodes for the Ninja War. That was all in two oh my days. God, yes. When I first read that, I'm like, you have to be joking. There's mm-hmm. no way. And then you really like try to think about it sequentially. It's like, yeah, you don't really see the days pass. I think you see like fighting and then one or two camp or like overnight guard oh. It's about it. But still, like all those episodes and chapters in two days, like again, anime time is crazy. It is. That's true. So for the February My Hero thing, since President's Day is coming up here, some of the stuff we're gonna talk about is when this final battle is over, when it's all settled, which heroes or whoever should run for like presidents and you know, would be in their cabinet type thing. The reason we brought this up is because obviously. The reason we all got into this thing is because everything got infiltrated, the government, everything. So you had all these sleeper agents and all that. So Mm -hmm. kicking everyone out, we're starting a new, we're going to put people in place. And then we'll also talk about why it may be a good thing to have heroes in public figure leadership roles 
or it might be a bad thing to have them in leadership roles. But first, we will go through our stuff. And we are doing the United States ones uh, for people. If you listen out there in Japan, I will have Japan's cabinet members listed. You probably know them way better than me, so then you could play along too for your stuff. Um, Andrea, who did you have for president of the new... I don't I, know what their Japan My Hero I order. Mean, well, we'll just call it the the reset, the reset government that mm-hmm. they're just gonna reset. Um, I picked Principal Nezu for okay. president. I feel like he's just a really good fit. I mean, he's always thinking well in advance. He's even tempered. He's patient and understanding. But he'll also put his foot down when he needs to. We haven't really seen him fight, fight, but we did kind of see him go. Who was the team that went up against him for their uh, midterms? Oh, that was so long ago. I know, but I mean, that's the only time we've really seen him fight. Okay, that's that's a good. So, my president, who I chose, and I, I do have reasons for all these people. Mm-hmm. I picked. Namamosa, aka the police officer, the one who's oh, super okay. close to All Might. Yes. The reason I picked him is because now humans don't trust, like the the way that the heroes are seen with their quirks and the public eye. You need someone mm-hmm. who has the respect of the heroes and the respect of the people. To our knowledge, he has no powers. Right. Like, uh, as far as we know, we, yeah. yeah. As far as we know, at this point in time, day recording, he has no powers, and he's very respected because this is a normal police officer who was so respected that All Might told his secret to his real name to and his real form to. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have that type of person for the regular Joe Schmoes who aren't heroes, that's someone they can get behind, and that's someone who the heroes would respect as a leader. Because he's right. so that's why I picked as my president. That's a good one. That's a good one. Who you got for VP? I picked Ed Shot for VP. Okay. I feel like he's also a lot of what I feel like maybe this is just spillover from real life, pre- mm-hmm. pretending that we could get this in, you know, our upcoming election. Um, but just being very even keel, very um supportive. Um, I feel like your VP being supportive of you is really important. And Edshot, I I feel like is also very he's very um traditional in the sense that he he seems like he wants order, but within reason that he's willing to listen and try to understand before reacting to anything. Um which I appreciate and I think would be a really good VP, especially since, uh, again, the media is also present in the My Hero Academia world. There is going to be a lot of tough questions. There is going to try to be potentially some pointed questions, trying to make it sound like the VP and the president don't actually get along and, you know, all of that good stuff. And I feel like with Ed shot, he really wouldn't take the bait on that and would help present a united front. So, my person who I picked for VP, almost literally like 98% of the same reasons you said, mm-hmm. um, just different person because this person also, because I'm also thinking for the fact if the president dies, this person's the next right. president in succession. Okay. So I was also mm-hmm. putting that in state. And someone who's dealt with tough things, I put best genus as VP because nice. he also has, so you have the president and vice president who basically have the people's trust. Mm-hmm. And then he's already had to deal with very tough questions with him and Dever and Hawks up front. Mm-hmm. Like he's all sure. the reasons you said cool headed collect like all that. So I just feel like best genus would be the would be a good vice president. For sure. I actually struggled. Part of me wanted to like I guess spoiler, like down for like homeland security and mm-hmm. like that. I was like, oh, maybe Hawks, but I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to challenge myself to not pick any of the like three, the, I mean, the main three heroes that mm-hmm. they are the top three heroes at this point in at Japan. Point, yeah. um, I felt like maybe because there was some 
questions and things of that nature. There was lost trust, although best genus, you're totally right. They still have faith in him and that's why they let they're letting Endeavor and Hawks kind of skate by to prove themselves um, since they have his backing. But I felt like we'll just kind of keep him as if there ever became a department that specifically runs the heroes. I feel like he would have been a good person for that. Yeah. Um, and then my also thinking too, which goes to the second part of what we were going to talk about. If mm-hmm. you decide to take one of these positions, you can still like be a hero, but you eliminate yourself from ever being in the hero rankings for conflicts of interest. Definitely. So you can't, so you can't be in the hero rankings or you, if you're in office, you can't affect the hero ranking. So if you decide to take the position, you know you can never be ranked again and whatever comes with that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would also throw in the sponsorships that you can't really, but that we've had conversations where I know that's a no-brainer yeah. <laughs> between the two of us. Yeah. Department of State. Who you got? I got Night, uh, uh, Night Eyes sidekick or collaborator uh centipeter okay giving her a spot i like it i like it yeah i was like she'd be really good i i mean i also debated homeland security because she seemed to really specialize in like compiling data representing like different uh collected information to large groups of people but i again keep it with my kind of cool headed just like professional going to do a good job and because they do a good job people trust them mm-hmm. no i like that um so my department of state since it deals with a broad foreign policy foreign military all that stuff put them on here i got all my oh okay oh my gosh i actually thought i wondered if we were going to use all my i decided to keep them off the board Although I will go ahead and like last minute substitute him for somebody else way down the list. But mm-hmm. I think I think you'll appreciate where I'm going to put him now. No, I put him there because everyone on the planet listens to him. True. I mean, I saw it literally during the third movie in the World's Heroes mission when he's in that council thing. And and I and I would want him to be the leader of that World Council thing, which would probably be in his job, like duties to revamp that as the department mm-hmm. of like state head. And I also I mean, I challenge myself to not. I was not going to put him as president and vice president because that just be yeah, too no. easy. But I feel like with that, he's traveling, like he's working with everyone, safety stuff and all that. So I feel like that'd be a good spot for him since everyone already reveres him. Right. That is a really good spot. Yeah. Now we go into some other. Hmm? Department of Treasury. I, you have to be surprised with this, but I got Uraka. Yeah, I got Uraka for Treasury just because for the fact, I mean, she talked about money, her parents not having money and stuff. So she's already passionate about it. And that's the other thing I'm looking for. Like people would be passionate in this type of stuff. So she would be passionate to like help lower income ish type like families, like try and get their fair share of the pie. So that's why I picked her. And she's smart. She's smart. I mean, she knows what she's doing. And it's more the passion. Like she could say my family didn't have a lot of money. I wanted to be a hero because I wanted money. That's not a reason people should be a hero. So if you're just look, so we need to figure out a way, a better, a a better path for upward mobility. So that Mm -hmm. way becoming a hero isn't the primary reason to, or the primary avenue. If you have a decent quirk to earn a lot of money. Yeah. So like if Jiro just wants to be, well, I guess she'd be, because that's still entertainment. Let's just say she just wants to be a guitar teacher and Mm -hmm. not be a hero. But she would need to be a hero to get the money. But mm-hmm. then she would take away from her guitar lessons, which she really loves. Where Rocker is like, hey, I'm trying to give the people, if they don't want to be heroes, if they just want to be part-time heroes or emergency heroes, but you want to do your job, I got to find a way to make sure everyone's getting pie. And she'd be passionate about it because that was her focus. That's why I picked her. Fair enough. Fair Who enough. you have? I went with the uh, teacher that I remember going over math, ectoplasm. Okay. okay. I figured a lot of, uh, maybe not a lot of like math majors, I guess Oso can comment on this, but to me, um, a lot of economics is math. Mm-hmm. Um, or people try to say economics is math. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a lot of numbers to deal with. That's a lot of, so somebody that's very comfortable 
with numbers. Also, you don't necessarily hear from the Depart the Department of Treasury. So I don't think his kind of intimidating appearance would really hinder him in that position. No, I like him. You got the teachers involved. Department of Defense. So I kind of pulled deep in the bag for this one, and I don't know. It was kind of more of a feeling than anything else. Okay. But I went with fourth kind. Okay. I just, I mean, he's a tough dude. He doesn't like letting shit by, just like kind of brick wall of a man, personality-wise even, too. So I just feel like he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that the people are safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good one. I picked because of my thing. Everyone pays for their sins, blah, blah, blah. Department of Defense, I picked Hawks um, okay. because also I think with that, too, he would eradicate whatever that little spy whatever program is. Yeah. Since, and then he would do all this stuff by the book. And, I mean, he's also, I mean... He was technically the head of defense because he was the one doing all this undercover stuff, getting the hero army ready. So I feel like that'd be a very good spot for him for all of his training and all of that and a chance to do things by the book ever to repent for That's fair. the whole twice thing. I just I, I decided to give him a break. <laughs> also, on I'm, I'm part of like, well, I feel, I feel like. I mean, his whole goal is that heroes will have too much time on their hands. So, like, I'm I'm extending that to him after after the big fight. Like, here you go. Here's here's your time. But how wouldn't it be a great way to achieve that goal if you make sure there's never war again? That's true. It's very true. And I can't even give him that much of a break. He's like 21. That's tr right. <laughs> like okay. he he's gonna be needed in our fake world and their world. So. Mm -hmm. We got a joiner on the podcast. Wow, look who decided to join. Obviously, people can't see who joined, but we have a special guest. It is a cat. Hi, Miss Toffee. Miss Toffee Bean. She's very angry because she still has the cone on. Oh, no. Oh, I'm ashamed. Yeah, it's okay. Tragic. Oh, off tomorrow. Department of Justice, who you got? Justice? Mm hmm oh, Okay, so originally... I was looking for the uh, officer's name and I couldn't find it. So then I picked Gang Orca. But no, I think it was Namamosa. Yeah, my president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think, yeah, I think he would be the best fit for the Department of Justice because he is seen as somebody who's fair, wields authority with um, good conscience and is trustworthy. So I feel like he would be, and also, Law enforcement is his background, so being the head of um, the Department of Justice just feels like a good fit. So you mentioned gang orca, so I'm, I will go back to the Department of Justice, but I'm just going to already say, so the next one, Department of Interior, that's what I picked for gang orca. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Because of its duties. But Department of Justice, uh, we talked about law enforcement, and I'm all about the future and repentance and all. Well, it's not even that bad repentance. He had one bad slip, but he's been good ever since. I feel like that is a perfect spot for Ida. So that's who I put there. I knew it. Yeah. I thought about that too. I did. Like I'm trying to mix the old school and the new school. Well, even some of these people aren't even that old, but that's who right. that's who I picked there. But no, and like I said, interior, I picked gang orca. I mean, protecting America's natural re well, their natural resources and all that scientific research, conserve, protect fish and wildlife. I feel like that is way in gang orcas territory. Who'd you have for interior? So for interior, I was thinking Selkie. Okay. Yep. Okay, yep. no, I like it. I like it. Why did you think Selkie? I feel like, well, I mean, especially since he's primarily a mariner, uh, mm -hmm. and out in the field, out in nature all the time, it'd be something that he's passionate about. Plus, it's it's one of those things where he kind of lightens my mood in, in the stack of everybody because <laughs> Selkie is a bit of a dorky character in his little, like, trying to be ooh-woo moments. <laughs> oh, um, I hear you. So, yeah, I just... Plus, he's a team player, gets along with everybody, so... Who do you have for agriculture? 
agriculture, I have Ibarra from class 1B. Ibarra. I need to Vines. Oh, Vine? Yeah. Oh, no, that's what I had to. I was like, I had to look. Because there's some people I put their real names and some people put their hero names, whichever I remember. Yeah. But no, agriculture, yeah, I had Vine too. I mean, come on. That was, yeah. I'm sorry. That was one of the first ones to come through. Yeah. Like, Duh. No, that one it was. was... Either, it was either her or Coda because Co- uh, he could um, talk to the animals and stuff. That yeah, was... I wanted to put him. So- I keep wanting to put him somewhere, but everyone else just took his spot. Uh, who you got for comrades? Comrades. Comrades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just looking at names, and I just picked one because it. I mean, in America, commerce revolves a lot around plastic, so I went with Mister Plastic. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. I was also thinking Mount Lady because she's like all up in the news and stuff or doing interviews. But yeah, I, I I drew a blank. So this department supports business industries through a number of services, economic demographic data, all that stuff. And they probably work with the Department of Treasury. And to go off my thing, who better to work with Ua Rocker than her main girl, Froppy? Nice. All right. So I got her for that one. Because Honestly, mean, Momo might be a good fit for that spot too, because she's very analytical and Oh yeah, but I already I have spoiler, I have Momo on my thing just in a different spot. So do I. Well then who do you got for labor? So for labor, because I feel like he's both um fair, mm-hmm. holds people accountable. I don't want to say he's rigid or strict, but mm-hmm. holds accountable but at the same time is understanding mm-hmm. um and wouldn't necessarily just run things in the favor of businesses i think he would be more um middle ground maybe even slightly more towards workers i picked ida okay i picked ida Ida, especially right. since he's so good at delegating tasks and like understanding who's good at what and what good comes from all of these different practices. And just, I do think he would take care of workers. I do. Um, so the reason I picked this person is because I've seen them take care of multiple workers on my own list and promoted them and helped them and trained them. So I know she has a passion for it. I got the dragoon hero. Ryukyu. Ryukyu. Yep, nice. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Because she's already, I mean, I already got two of her literal people who she's trained and taken care of. They did not get messed up like it. Shit. Like everyone else did at the raid. So yep. I felt like she would take, she would revamp the entire internship, like all the hero mm-hmm. stuff to make sure it's safe. And because she could sit back, like, Obviously, this was excruciating. It also kind of weed out the bullshit internships like Momo and Kendo had. Yeah. And again, if that's what you want to do, but then it's like, you're not really learning safety there. And mm-hmm. she was probably going to be like, hey, I know there was we were in a war and sometimes we got to throw stuff out the window, but like normal day-to-day stuff, maybe we shouldn't be sending our students into the fate of the whole universe fights. Right. So, but I feel like she would help a lot of, she would develop a lot of things for the heroes who want to get out of the game yeah like, or you just went to class eight or you just went to ua to learn the skills and you're just like when you graduate which happens in real life you go to mm-hmm. school for something and when you graduate you're like i nah. don't want to do what i did or another job finds me she mm-hmm. would have all those opportunities made through. i think she'd be really good at that right nice uh department of health and human services okay so this is probably a little out of the bag or out mm-hmm. of the box I went with Hound Dog because okay. and because he is the guidance counselor at UA. So he mm-hmm. obviously has some sort of counseling, psychology, therapy, most likely trauma-informed care. If that's you know a term that's used in Japan right now, I know it's uh, permeating our social social service and health and human services um, world. But I feel like part of our societal issues with health and human services is because it is seen as something that really only directly goes to primarily uh, lower income or lower quote unquote priority on the totem pole of like businesses versus the poor. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Having somebody that's a little bit intimidating and will not let you belittle them or like make, put them in the, in the place of like, no, you come after. I feel like for that reason, he, he would be a good, good pick in that role. So my department of health and human services, because I mean, she's curious and she'll do all the work and it's the, and it is my previous person, star mm-hmm. pupil, the first of the big tree entrances. I got Najiri on here. Nice. The last, the first member of the big three and the last one of, I basically have that whole, yeah, that whole internship. Ryuku, Najiri, Froppy, mm-hmm. and Uraka, they're all in the cabinet. And I feel like they would all thrive, especially all working together. So I feel like I would, and I feel like that's something she'd want to do as well. Yes. So like conduct health and social science research, all of that. Department of Housing and Urban Development. I have someone when we talk about like, targeting lower sometimes lower income stuff who's be nice who could relate to them who is easy to talk to and understanding class 1b's top rep i got kendo aka battle fist in that position oh my god me too i had kendo momo momo cannot relate obviously but i feel like part of i think momo could outreach to like her social circles her family social circles and really kind of and reinvigorate potentially the the social responsibility of people that hold that much wealth. I would hope so, but honestly, it, it it's not a fundraising position. So trying it it'd be more to try to get them on board with higher taxes. But yeah, no, Kendo for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the differences between those two is Kendo re- can relate to everyone in her class. Right, like she finds a way to relate to every single one of them. That's why they all have unwavering trust in her mama is like i mean she's they respect her because she's smart but it's not like she can like go talk to them individually and relate to all of them no she's a bit um a bit lofty like i mean the biggest example was her kind of passive comment about how her favorite tea is one of like the most rare and expensive teas Mm -hmm. in the universe or well in japan i don't i don't know if it's you know more readily available in a different country but Oh, you when know. she invited them to study, and they're like, "Oh, you live." Because that's right. funny. I was like, "Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I guess if you're friends and you're going to a person's house for the first time, and you really see like they come oh, for the money." Lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, who do you have for Department of Transportation? I have some mentors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> Cement man. We get you're doing better with the teacher stuff than me. I gotta make sure I gotta remember where this person I said came from, which class she is in. I just want to make sure. Is she in Uh, general studies? No, no, I I just I know who it is. I just wanted to make sure her thing. So transportation, thinking of innovative ways, things like that. Mm -hmm. Gotta go support. Got to go to the Department of Support. Got to have May. Hot May. <laughs> Got That's to. A good one. Got to. One. She would create all of the trans modes of transportation babies she could freaking think of. Oh, man. I mean, it hurt. I mean, she, I mean she's helped with Deku suits. I mean, and all that stuff. So I got to have May on there. Uh, energy. So the only reason I didn't pick Denki is oh, that's who I pick. <laughs> sorry, bro. Like I don't, I don't think at this point I don't have full faith that you're capable of paying attention during these meetings. Um, I think you could run things. Um, I just for that reason I didn't go with him. I actually found a, a hero called Electoplant. Mm-hmm. Electro Electroplant. Yes. So he's also got some sort of like lightning power, shocky quirk. <laughs> okay. But I'm hoping he's kind of not as scatterbrained as Denki. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true. That's fair. We're also future projecting. And it's also one of those things like where. He could grow out of it. He could mature and like, you know, become more studious. Yeah. And when the president's picking his cabinet. So. I'm also thinking of stuff that makes sense and resonates with the people. I mean, when police chief man, now president, 
when he goes and picks Denki, people are going to be like, oh, that's the hero from the Shigaraki thing where his electricity was able to stop all those people. If he didn't do that, the casualties would have been a lot worse. So it's a really easy sell True. to the people. And it's just a matter of him growing out of what he is now, which because then if we're thinking about people growing out of stuff, it's like, hey, man, some of these people aren't even well. Some of these people aren't good with talking to people. So hopefully yeah. they're growing out of like right. their current right. thing. Hopefully they grow out of How, that yeah. because I mean because this person who I honestly, besides Midoriya, I feel like we talk about this person the absolute most mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my department of education was a no-brainer for me. That was Momo. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about talking and confidence. Because, I mean, if we can compare to our current age, you're going to have a lot of parents saying, oh, you shouldn't teach that stuff. Or my great-grandpa was a part of the Liberation Army. He didn't know what he was doing, and now you're talking bad about him. Like, But I feel like Momo's love for education and all of that, I feel like that would be a great spot for her. That is a great spot for her. I just went ahead and kept with as much as I don't think he would like a government pr- position. Eraser. I yeah, I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> but I will say, if I wasn't going to pick Eraser, I would pick Momo, especially since you know, as an educator, R.I.P. Miss Midnight. Momo kind of like takes on her torch and yeah, she's next Midnight up. The she's creep. the heir. Mm-hmm. Which I mean. You could be seeing a thing when this is all said and done that Momo's principal of class 1A. Like, yeah. she's principal of UA, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. of UA. I, know, I know what you meant. I got you. So, because, I mean, education's important to her. And then, like, with her then, like, I don't know what their financial aid's like, working on financial aid packages and stuff like that. So, I Well, in my universe, since she's not in the cabinet and Nezu's, you know, president, somebody will need to be principal of UA. <laughs> There so you go. There that's, you go. That's that's where she'll be. That's where she'll be. Plus, you know, technically, Pr- Principal Nezu had to dip into his own funds to create the security system that is that will keep mm-hmm. uh, the school safe and the surrounding area safe uh, from Shigaraki's enhanced quirk. Um, obviously, got deep pockets, and <laughs> Momo's pockets might come in handy. <laughs> they could. They they could. So. Who do you have for Veterans Affairs? So since All Might was on the table, I would have put All Might here. Mm-hmm. I put Grand Torino. Okay, so he's still <laughs> going to be alive when this is all. Yep, I okay. yeah. Well, that makes yep. sense. Okay. No, for my um, Veterans Affairs, because I mean, by the time this is all stuff is over, if alive, everything's all resolved. And he will be the epitome of a war veteran, which people will eat that up even past the grip. I got your favorite person on there. I got Endeavor. I wondered. Yeah, no. I, I, I That's a position that he would be able to do. Because <sighs> he was one. I mean, especially in our country, you were in those wars and you were fighting those wars too. So you can't have the usual. You can't tell me what it's like to be a veteran because you weren't a veteran when he is literally a veteran. True. But that's also why I went with Gran Torino because he was there. Oh, no, that's a good one, too. I just said my thing. He's dead. I just, I'm still on the train where, like, you can have your own, like, redemption. You can have your own atonement. But to me, part of that atonement is once, once you complete this task in front of you of helping to get rid of this threat, you bow out. Like, you're, you can come, you can come back if there are dire straits and you're needed because, you know, not showing up when you're needed is not a good look either. But I don't think he needs to be part of a government body. He doesn't need to be the face of heroes and yeah, but that's, that's just me. And so for my final position, the Department of Homeland Security, I have Snipe. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Um, where the hell is mine at? So, the reason I picked this person, one, they're a genius. Two, they're used to making all this stuff, like, and helping all that in all forms. And they could find threats and 
mm-hmm. work with who did I put for defense with Hawks and all of that. Mm-hmm. Last spot, Melissa Shields. Nice, nice. I mean, she's she already... would have to move move to Japan, but she already knows Japanese, so yeah, she would she would have to move like this would. She would be that's the reason I also put her last because she you'd have to go recruit her, but I mean her work is impeccable. So yep. and her and she's a genius and all that, and she'd be able to be on that computer like and she'd be able to work with the new homeland security teams, the cyber threat security teams, and all of that. Um so Andrew, what did you think? Of- I thought you were gonna say Bakugo, and I'm like, hmm, I mean No, because of my criteria that if you do this you can't be in the That's hero true. rankings and he would want to be in the hero rankings uh, he will. um so andrew what do you think of our list i think we did pretty good i am very impressed with the both of us yeah i think there were there were similarities like there was similarities in descriptions why we picked people but they were just different right. people yeah we had similar people in different positions none of us had really we had no of the fighting people like there was no Midori on here there was no Shoto there was no Bakugo there was no yeah there was no Tsukuyomi there was no Lamille like there was none of those like fighting ones which I do I mean which I do think like Homeland Security too I mean I think that'd be any spot where battle planning like Midori would be perfect in because he takes those notes and all that but I feel like he'd want to be out there Mm -hmm. instead of Behind a desk. Behind a desk. But even though these desks might be more important than out there, because you got to show that the government can't be trusted, because the only reason this war happens because it got infiltrated. Mm-hmm. So, but no, I think that was, I think that was really good. So then on the flip side, though, why would it not be a good idea to have heroes and public figures in leadership roles? Well... Because public figures can have a tendency of being a public figure and then being a private individual. And maybe the moves that they would make as a leader and private individual differs from their public persona. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also just the potential ethical things if there aren't strict rules in place for, like we already talked about the like sponsorship things. Like you're a hero, you, even if you can't be sponsored once you take a cabinet position, it's like the the hint of impropriety where like oh kellogg's will say endorsed a cement toss for like wheaties or whatever the hell um for years and now he's part of the cabinet for what what did i have him for cement toss for transportation so maybe i don't know they're like hey you know how we used to pay you all this money like mm-hmm. mm, so like I that makes me uncomfortable. Of course, again, none of that money can be accepted now and you would need uh, it's just I mean with our current situation where it's always like okay, there's a lot of sly indicators of insider trading that mm-hmm. you can't actually like nail anybody with those charges or at least it, nobody's been really nailed with them recently. And it's like you would want to find ways to avoid that but the benefit for heroes is their public personas should be matching you know what they would actually do as well as generally speaking heroes take on the hero role to be of help and to be of service whereas some politicians i don't know if this is true in japan but some politicians get into the game to make you know, changes for their own benefit in, or in, in the likeness that they would prefer. Um, but it also is fairly lucrative um, once you get to those higher levels. So it is partly making money, making money on top of your normal job, because even full time politicians, generally, you're only what in the Capitol when Congress is seated a couple times a year. So then you could still be running whatever other businesses, law practices, day jobs, whatever. So then you're getting two salaries and the salary for being a congressman, a senator is not necessarily small. So there would need to be, I also think 
kind of something around it's a public service position. So the rate of pay would only be something like, I don't know, just above the median income for any average uh, Japanese citizen. That way it's not anything overblown, but it's also not barely anything to survive on. Or if the median income for the average Japanese citizen is barely anything to survive on, that's additional incentive for the government to get working to fix that. And I would also say with like the people getting in the boat, like when they get elected, I mean, one of the first things they're doing, they're trying to change the laws for the people who back them financially because every politician is backed by somebody somebody or something or some group and they're like hey if we're putting millions of dollars into it like you need to go up there and you need to try and get some stuff changed that would benefit us down the road so Mm -hmm. that's most politics around but anything else andrea i i wonder how feasible it would be for heroes to still be active heroes while doing these positions um because these these positions are part of the cabinet but they're not necessarily governors senators congressmen women um so i i wonder if these are more like full-time and how feasible it would be for them to be active heroes at the same time i mean because each of these each of these cabinet people are running an entire department so I don't know, like, for some of the people on our, like, list who have ran, like, hero agencies, they may have that experience, but, like, of all these cabinet positions have, like, thousands of people underneath them, Mm -hmm. I don't know how feasible that would be unless another, like, war broke out. Right. But then in that case, you wouldn't need these people to step in because of the people that we've left off the list. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that is, a, I mean, because some of these people can only do one real task at a time. If they have to get scatterbrained, we're going to be screwed. Yes. <laughs> so I wonder if it's during the set time of the term that you can't. Oh, yeah, engage, that'd be a good you one. Can't, you can't engage voluntarily that you would suspend your hero duties until mm-hmm. your term is up. Yeah. Um, it also goes to self-sacrifice. But at the same time, how many... I don't know. Not everybody views, you know, running, being a part of government, running the entire like department, national departments as being like a greater good Mm -hmm. than, you know, like Midoriya would be somebody who prioritizes like I I have to be boots on the ground. Like that's just how he is. I'm not sure how many heroes, even of the ones that I went ahead and just plopped on this list would be willing to like come off the street and do something more administrative. I mean, I think so, even though I don't think we picked any of them, some of those people who quit after, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that'd be, I forgot which top hero we saw actually quitting, but. Oh, it was I feel, Power Loader? I thought about him for the Department of Interior. Yeah, like, those people were like, after seeing the fights, it's like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, we just let all these people die. We failed. Like, hey, you don't want to be on the boots on the ground. However, there's still some stuff you yep. can do. Yep. So if you're thought, for him, for him specifically, I would wonder if his heart is still in it because he really just seemed very heartbroken, that, like that you know that they're out, they're still trying, but the public just they weren't ready to mm-hmm. to open up. And I'm sure, and it's one of those things where you can't necessarily fault him for like I I can't do it anymore because sometimes somebody being in a position that they shouldn't be in, that they're not committed to, that they're not fully invested in, would do more harm than, you know, somebody who isn't as good, but really cares or isn't as experienced or competent, but they really care. Because the lack of empathy or lack of um, presence can really do damage that's unintended. I mean, it'll be that would be interesting because I mean these are four. Well, if you get elected four to eight year terms, I mean, mm-hmm. so and well, cabinet members, I, they technically don't necessarily they have a term as long as like they've been picked, 
but technically speaking, say, um, Principal Nezu is the first president and then Namamosa becomes the next president. Technically, Namamosa could come in and keep Principal Nezu's cap, a lot of the cabinet members in place. Correct. Every time there's a new person that they get switched yeah. out. It, it just it just depends. So, I'm just basing it off of our where we live. It's like, all right, a new presence in, the other people's group, your asses are all out. Yeah, basically, which which is wild because you would hope that, you know, you climb so high to be the department head of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. And because the country does not prefer your the person that picked you, even if you've been doing a good job, you can still be ousted. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why like, I mean, that's, to me, that's wild. But I know that's yeah. the way it is. That's why I sometimes tell people it's like, hey, if you're going into an elective position that if your boss goes, you go be Prepared. save as much money as you can because mm-hmm. you might be out of a job in four years. Mm-hmm. Andrew, anything else? I don't think so. Just that this was really fun. I actually, as you know, I basically kind of threw together my list a little bit, not a little bit, but very last minute. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm still pretty proud of it. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm also glad I had this idea. It just <laughs> was a random pop-up and I'm glad we did it. Yeah, so that means the month of March is the last idea case study type thing for that because April is the preview. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So we will need to figure out something for March and then get ready for the big preview episode in April. And then at the end of May, review the first episodes of My Hero Season 7. Definitely, definitely. And maybe, maybe we'll hop on for something regarding the Demon Slayer movie about to drop in a couple. At the end of this month of recording, at the end of February. I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) With that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Make sure you like, rate, comment, subscribe, wherever you listen. We'll be back next month with don't know the My Hero topic for March. Gotta think of something good since it's the last one before We're in full season preview, season reviewing mode, but we will get that to you. With that being said, L7C, signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.